All right, welcome to the Inside the Tribe podcast. I'm your host, Billy Stevens, here with co-host Bill Bars. And today, we have with us a special guest, uh, Clint Fairfield. Clint Fairfield is new to Osceola in the Irwin County community. He is moving here from Gainesville, Florida area. And so he is another gator. We're Go gators. Yes, we are multiplying up here. Uh, anyway, uh, Clint is the new pastor of worship and students at Osceola Baptist Church. And so we're excited to have him in. So, Clint, uh, welcome to Irwin County and welcome to the Inside the Tribe podcast. And um, why don't you tell us a little bit about yourself? Glad to be here. Glad to be here. Yeah, I uh, grew up in the Gainesville area. Uh, High Springs and Newberry is cur- where I you know, currently lived up until up until now and uh got a uh beautiful little family got three kids uh wife been married to for five years and uh so a, a full house and and a busy busy house but uh, yeah man yeah that's me um now talk to us real quick how long have you how long have you been in ministry yeah i've been in ministry uh for 10 years and really even a little bit before that cause i graduated high school in 2014 and immediately started interning with uh, the youth pastor at my home church at that time, and um, I've been in in ministry ever since. But you know, I've been leading worship even in my, my high school days as well. So a couple of years before that. So yeah, ten years in full time ministry, and uh, and yeah, leading worship around uh, before that even still. So yeah, and you uh, not only led worship, you you um, you led worship at the church you're at, but you also. Uh, we're, we're heavily involved in the student ministry yes, side sir. of things as well as um, was your title like the associate yeah associate pastor to youth and to worship so okay. kind of had my foot in both of those worlds uh, and I've dude I've loved working with students going to you know r- running running Wednesday night services uh, for for the youth group and uh, doing D now events and summer camps and all that all that fun stuff man. Well, it's we're excited to have you here in Irwin County, and um, Bill, it was a was a busy week, and this is really busy time of year with all the sports that, that are going on simultaneously. Some winding down, some kicking off. Um, so last week uh, there was a big game in Pelham. Yep. And I think our basketball team lost by three, four. Was it close? I feel like uh, they lost. Yeah, I think it was by four, four, six. Yeah. Um, they trailed. 10 to 12, uh, most – I didn't watch all the game, but the, most of the game I watched, it was like 10 to 12 points. Um, and I would flip back and watch something else, and mm. um, I'd flip back and it'd be eight points. And, you know, kind of back and forth, and it wound up being – I think they lost by like six. Well, we'll get into more of those things, basketball, baseball, soccer, tennis. Uh, goodness, what else is going on? Um, um it's baseball, basketball, soccer, wrestling. That's, wrestling, that's the other yes. one. Yes, wrestling left. To, I think they leave today. Headed up to individuals um, for head, state. Headed up to, to individuals for state. Um, I think they had like five. You mentioned them the last podcast. They mm-hmm. had like five or six that qualified. Yeah. Um, you know, so Coach Pierce, Coach Willingham, um, you know, we'll, we'll carry them up there and hopefully we'll have an update the next podcast is mm-hmm. kind of how that turned out. Yeah. Um, soccer. Uh, the girls' soccer team, of course, they beat Montgomery County last week, nine to one. They lost yesterday to Valwood, nine to one. So the gir- so the varsity girls are one and one. Valwood must be pretty sporty. Uh, yeah, they they I know they have a few players. I know they have one and probably more. I just didn't see the pictures, but I know they have one that plays over plays travel soccer. Um, 
with Bristol and them over yeah. at UFA out okay. of Tifton. Um, but uh, yeah, they're 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 probably I would expect them to be pretty good. Um, middle school soccer, uh, the girls moved to four and zero. They beat Georgia Christian in Valdosta last Friday, eleven to one. Um, the boys won their first match of the year. They beat Georgia Christian eight to one. Congratulations to the boys! And um, you know the girls' game. Uh, Coach Simpson had a had a chance to move a lot of people around. I think it was like four to nothing or five to nothing at halftime, and so she had a chance to move a lot of people around and and, and get a look at them in some different positions. And um, you know uh, the girls, they yeah they're four and zero. I think I counted the other day. They scored thirty four goals and give up one. Wow. Um, so pretty good, and you know, and the crazy thing about it is this. Um, so this eighth grade group, um, this would have been their 32nd middle school match, and they're 31 0 and 1. Wow, yeah, it's pretty wow. good. It's pretty so, good. So, um, you know, and of course now this week uh, they were supposed to play Georgia Christian Monday. Of course it rained Monday, so that one was canceled. They were supposed to play Brooks Thursday. Um, that game had to be changed, and it was changed from this Thursday to February 23rd, I think, which is a Friday. Okay. Um, so no, no middle school soccer this week. You know, we were talking last week about the boys' middle school soccer. They were just trying to get over that hump. They were mm-hmm. they were right there at it, right there at it, and, and maybe this will help them help them get over that hump. Um, but uh, yeah, soccer's going full force now. Um, something ten or fifteen years ago, I never thought that I would say because I knew nothing about soccer. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but, uh, you know, it, it, it's a sport that's really exploding. It, it was already here and kind of exploded in your bigger towns, mm-hmm. in your in your Tiftons and places like that. Um, but now you've got this group of eighth graders that's come along um, with uh, Bristol, Avery Connor, um, Caroline Harper, Lily Roberts, and I, I hate to name them because I always leave one out. Lily Pylant, <laughs> there, there's more. Mm-hmm. Emily Lupo. But th- this group has come along, and, and they've played soccer ever since they were little. I mean, that's yeah. all they've done. Mm-hmm. Um, so, uh, you know, looking for big things out of out of that program as they go. But so far, so good. Wrestling, yeah. basketball, again, I think they play the end of this week in the region tournament. Yeah, it's at Pelham mm-hmm. High School. It's at Pelham. Starts actually tomorrow, the 15th. Starts tomorrow. Mm-hmm. Um, the boys – the boy, the boys and girls will both make the playoffs regardless of how they do in the region tournament because mm-hmm. there's only four teams in our region, so the worst they could be is fourth, and of course the best they could be is first. So they're go, they're going to make the state playoffs. It's just about uh, you know where they finish and will they have to travel or not. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So baseball, um, middle school baseball had a tough go of it. They lost to Fitzgerald the other night, three to one. Three to then, one. Then last mm. night they were up pretty big. And they then, were up five to nothing, lost eight to six. Yep, lost eight to six. Uh Fitzgerald I, I think has some pretty good ball players. Yeah, yeah. This there. group yeah. this group of kids coming through again it's their 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 eighth grade and, and um the, I think that's a pretty special group for them mm-hmm. in, in baseball. Yeah. Um and, and we 
we're not bad either. No, um, no, no. Our our middle school team's pretty good. So you know, I I think it was there, there's a good chance it was a matchup of two teams who will wind up winning their conference, right? Um, right, right, right. Um, their respective conference in in middle school. But yeah, I was telling you earlier, you and Chris done the base, varsity baseball game last night. Y'all done a good job. I listened in. I had to work. I didn't get off until ten, and uh, and had a chance to listen to y'all. That was and, fun. Um, it, it sounded it sounded like we looked looked pretty decent. Still got some things to clean up, but. Well, you know, we lost last week. Um, of course, it was a scrimmage at the Dodge. Uh, we lost that one seven to three. Last night looked a lot better, but you know, how, how much of that was us playing better? How much of that was you know the difference between Dodge and Atco? I don't know. I right. Mean, I, but I, I do think high school we hit the ball well last night, and what we did is we we got hits and on base early in the inning. So that you had pressure on the defense, and right. so uh, man, we'd get guys on, put you know, push some runs home, and got on them quick and early. It was, uh, I mean, it was seven nothing real quick, yeah. and then ended up what was it eleven to eleven nothing was final, nothing. And, and that's what I noticed getting up quick like that. It's it's so hard to come back. Yeah, uh, it is. You know, uh, and we talked to Coach Tankersley when he was on our uh, on our podcast about the pitching. We knew, I mean, you lost two pitchers last year. Ones at Mercer now pitching. The other ones at Barry, Barry College pitching and probably playing somewhere else too. Mm. Um, mm. So you lost pitcher one, pitcher two. You don't have pitcher three because he's still playing ba- uh, basketball. So we knew that there was going to be. We knew he had depth mm-hmm. and had people who could pitch. They just didn't have any experience pitching. Right. Well, we still for this year, as far as what I understand, pitchers one and pitchers two still haven't pitched. So as you said, pitcher one, Jalen Martin is playing baseball mm-hmm. or basketball. I'm sorry, yeah, still. Right. And then uh, Thad Royal is still nursing a little bit of bicep tendonitis, getting better. He threw it from shortstop well last night. So, I, from what I've heard from Coach Tankersley, he's he's getting better. Should be should be pretty close to getting ready to pitch. So we'll and then we'll get uh, Jalen Martin back. That'll help. You right. know he'll he'll get in there, start working. I'm sure doing some bullpen stuff. Well, Sam guy, Sam guy, Sam guy. Yeah, he's playing basketball. He's, he's another pitcher. Yep. And so we're not even at full strength, but. They he ran out three sophomores last night, hmm. and all three sophomores pitched extremely well. They did, well, especially Peyton Reeves. Peyton Reeves was pitching his tail off. Well, you know, I told Coach Martin, who's the assistant coach, and he, he he's their hitting coach. And me and him had a conversation a few weeks ago, and um, and he was really pleased with how things were coming along. And I told him, I said, it might be you know until you get your pitching established and kind of who you want doing what when. I said it might be one of those situations where you have to outscore people until you can get your pitching set, mm-hmm. uh, because he was really pleased, especially the way they were swinging the bat. And um, you know, sometimes that happens. Listen, I'm a Boston Red Sox fan. We had zero pitching. Yeah, yeah. we had to outscore everybody. Right, and, and we didn't do that very well at times. Um, so that might be something until you get that pitching set, but. I mean, gosh, you, you run the kid out there, and I don't know what he give up one or two hits. Uh, I'm talking about Peyton. Yeah, um, yeah. He had. I know at one point he struck out five out of six batters. I think between yep. the second and third inning, or the third and fourth inning. I right. think. And one of the things with Coach Tanksley in this schedule too, and we again alluded to it in an earlier podcast, is it's going to be challenging. I mean, they're they're going they're going to play some some teams, some really yeah. talented teams. Oh, yeah. So you know that that'll even you know. They may have to take their lumps at some point in time, mm-hmm. but I know tennis had a match the other night, but uh, I don't know who won. Um, I don't either. I know that they were 
they were playing, it was at home. They were against Berrien. Mm-hmm. But I, I Berrien have... generally has a pretty good tennis team, generally yeah. speaking. Yeah, yeah. Um, but uh, you know, Coach, uh, I'll try to get with Coach Tuggle, or Coach Roberts, and kind of get an update on yeah. them. Yeah. Um, I, I knew that they had played Fitzgerald and it split what last week I think it was or week week before last. Yeah. Um, but uh. You know, just it's busy, man. Busy time. Every everything is. It's kind of like the fall. You know, it, things kind of creep along during the summer, and then you have baseball that gets started, cross country that get. I mean, not baseball, football gets started, cross country gets started, softball, softball. gets started, um, and then you, of course, you have all those sports in middle school, and you have all those sports in in JV. And and then at the end of basketball season, about mid basketball season, that's really all you have going on is basketball, and then you crank it back up here uh, for all your spring sports. And the thing about it is, we have so many kids that play multiple sports. We alluded to some of them a while ago that are playing basketball that'll come back and play baseball. Some of them, some of those guys may go play soccer. Uh, um, and, yeah, and yeah, even some of those wrestlers. Yeah, there's a good good possibility. Well, I know for the rest of the week, there's uh, we've got the basketball tournament that starts tomorrow, region basketball tournament. We've got the wrestling tournament that's going on in Macon this weekend. Uh, JV baseball tomorrow, Thursday, at on the road at Berrien. And then Friday, varsity baseball at home against Berrien. So there is a lot coming up and a lot going on. And middle school baseball tomorrow at home against Turner. Okay, there you go. So, so uh, find you something to go watch and middle school soccer is off this week. Yeah, yeah. Not yeah. not not by not by choice, not by, by choice. having to move some matches around. Well, that's your update for all the things Irwin County Athletics uh from the past week and then for the rest of the week. Uh as we wrap up today's abbreviated session, uh Bill, you had uh you had kind of a thought running around in your head, something that you mentioned a while ago that you wanted to bring up. Yeah. So thought we'd talk about it. You know, you you read or see these quotes and, and it and it gives you percentages like, you know, if high school athletes only two, three, four percent of them play college sports. And then, you know, out of those who play college sports, it's like only one percent or less actually play professional sports. Hmm. But it also said that no matter what that percentage is, a hundred percent of them are gonna stand in front of God. That's mm-hmm. right. Mm-hmm. That's right. Yep. Um and uh you know, that's something – obviously, we want our children to be successful in whatever they do, yep, whatever absolutely. they choose to do. Um, and and I, you kind of go back, you watch, uh, especially some of these rivalries, especially between Osceola and Fitzgerald, and you see some of the parents get on there and there. And I know it's all in good fun. Mm-hmm. You know, I get yeah. it. They pick back and forth. Yeah. Um, but then you sit there and think, you know, do we, do, do we put this much effort – into number one being a disciple Mm -hmm. number two do we put this much effort into making sure our kids are directed in the direction that they need to go are they going or being sent or taken to the places they need to go church Mm -hmm. you know and and that kind of leaves the mind to to wonder well i think for me um i'll just kind of weigh in a little bit and you've got girls who played sports I've had I've got all boys and all of my boys have played some sport, you know. And and I think I remember when my oldest son got into high school. And when you get into high school you start having these conversations about um you start having conversations about well, what is how do you get into college? What does college athletics look like? What does the recruiting process look like? And so it's um it's one of those things where 
you're you're just trying to figure out well what is the path forward is my kid good enough to play sports and that's mm. that's always you know you want want to see your kids be successful but statistics are what statistics are right. statistics don't lie as they yeah. say and Absolutely. so about three percent of high school athletes will play college sports and that's a very small number so for me I've always just kind of looked at um, we live in a world of in, of instant gratification mm. and we look at short-term goals more than we work at or look at long-term goals. And so short-term goals are, hey, I want my kid to play college sports. Well, at some point, every athletic career ends, even the yep. greatest of the great. True. I mean, at 40 years old, Michael Jordan retired. Yep. Uh, LeBron James is, what, 38, 39? He's about to retire. Uh, I, I would say that here in the next few years. I mean, nobody lasts forever in athletics. That's right. And you're going to spend the majority of your life doing something other than athletics. And at the end of all that, what do you want for your kids? And so I think long term, you know, Bill alluded to this, um, 100% of us are going to stand before God. And at the end of the day, what do you want? What do you want for your kids? Um, you know, for me, it's always been, listen, if, if my kids love Jesus, if they, if they have a relationship with him, um, if, they, if they commit their life to following him and following his teaching, I feel like, according to what Matthew seven twenty four through 27 says, whoever hears my words and does them is like a wise man mm-hmm. who built his house on a solid foundation. I feel like if I can lead my kids to love his word and to love applying his word to their life, does it mean they're perfect? Does it mean any of us are perfect? Does even the Apostle Paul, when he's writing in Romans, he says, the things that I want to do, which is to do what God's word tells me to do, the things I want to do, I don't do. The things that I don't want to do is what I often find myself doing. Yeah. So we don't always get it right. But I, I want to, I, I always wanted my kids to understand that there is a place, there is a space, there is a path, there is a foundation, which is God's word, that you can build your life on, even if you blew it and, you know, life seems a little... Uh, uh, unstable that there is a place where you can go and build back strong and build build a strong foundation for your life and um, that's that's goal number one amen yeah that's goal number one if God blesses them with the athletic ability to play college sports then that's great that's great and I'm sure they'll enjoy that but that's not goal number one absolutely well and that's the perspective too is God has blessed me with this right you know so I'm going to I'm going to do this for him. I'm going to give it back to him. If you're if you're in this and and if your kid is successful and if your kid does go and play at the at the next level, are they are they giving glory to their creator that that gave them that ability? That's right. Or are they taking pride in it and and on, and only taking pride in it and it and that ends up being destructive for them long term no matter what. Uh no matter how much, you know, money they make or how much success they have and this is true in the world of sports and it kind of it expands to other things too but the the idea of hey on we we get 50 Wednesdays a year and 50 Sundays or 52 Sundays a year to preach to your kid we get 50 Wednesdays probably because we take one or two off around uh Christmas and New Year's or something like that um but man they're during during the football season or during the baseball season or kids that play multiple sports or play travel ball man they're on on the field every day that's right um so we get limited time 
to, to, to preach the word to them. And, and they've got a lot of time to dedicate to that and not saying that sports are a bad thing. Sports are a great thing that, that build character and, and, and are a, a great way to work with a team. And there, there's so much benefit to playing a sport, uh, and to expressing yourself in that way. Uh, but here's the thing is if you, if you take away those days from church as a parent, you take away those times from church, you have to be so intentional yeah. with your kid right. about, okay, we're, we're going we're gonna to miss church, but you're going to miss this Wednesday, but we're going to sit down and do a Bible study here yeah. while, we're, while we're traveling or while we're going to you know, this, this next location to go uh, play sports. And if, if you really want good investment poured into your kid from other people, they really need to be yeah. in and around the church. Yeah. Well, I think it comes back to what is it that you are, what is it that you're teaching your kids? What am I teaching my kids that is going to be the ultimate satisfier of their life and their soul? And if, if I'm pushing sports and again, I love sports as much as anybody, everybody knows that anybody that knows me knows that I love sports, but sports is just, it's entertainment. And, and, and for kids, it is, it does teach some really good things that you brought up, you know, the, the teamwork, the the unity, it teaches sports helps teach our kids, um, perseverance. Hey, fight through things. There's going to, you're going to face adversity in life. You're going to face adversity in sports and you got to just stay the course. However, for me, it's, it all comes back to what am I pointing my kid to that says, Hey, that right there. That will satisfy you not for five years, not for 10 years, not for 20, for life. Yeah. And that can only be found in Jesus Christ. Amen. And so for me, it's, um, here's another thing. I think we feel as parents or just even as individuals, even if you're not a parent, we feel like we are owners of everything. Mm. We own nothing. We are stewards. Mm. God has given us everything that we have. Our kids, we are, as a parent, I am a steward of my kid. They're, I mean, they're my offspring, but they're God's child. Correct. And so I, I'm stewarding their, their, their child years, their adolescent years. I'm stewarding them. Um, and then even for them, they are stewards over their own life. We own nothing. Mm. So at, at some point, we have, to, we have to just kind of pull back and go, am I stewarding my kids well? Are they stewarding their time and their, their lives well? Um, because again, I think if we're not careful, we can, we can make, we can make sports an idol for them. That that is going to be the thing that's going to satisfy you for the rest of your life, mm. and it's not. I mean, the reality is, we you know, everybody retires from sports at some point. For some, it's at the age of eighteen. For some, it's at the age of thirty-eight. But all people retire unless you play golf, and then I guess you can be on the senior tour. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, and and something else is. You were talking about uh, children, and, and and a guy told me a long time ago. It might have been when my first one was born. He said, "You have to realize your children are on loan to you." That's exactly mm-hmm. right. Yep, they're on loan to you for you to point in the right direction, for you to guide, and you know, just like your parents did you. Mm-hmm. And um, and you know, you see so much though in the sports world that relates to life. Yeah. That that is life. I mean, it teaches good life lessons, no matter what sports you play. Mm-hmm. It, it it teaches about, you know, it really teaches about discipleship, doing something mm-hmm. for others, mm-hmm. or helping others, teaching others, teaching others, mm-hmm. you know, guiding. Um, and and so, uh, you know, uh, C.J. Stroud 
like him, don't like him, for those who are listening, you know, he, he took the, the podium after one of their games and, and had a T-shirt on that had Jesus on it. Mm-hmm. And, and I don't forgot what they were asking, but, you know, there, there were actually people out there, media outlets and people out there who were condemning him for wearing that. <laughs> really? Are, are you serious? Yeah. Um, you know, and I don't know the guy. I mean, he played at Ohio State. Georgia beat him, so I'm okay with that. <laughs> um, you know, but I don't know. I don't know what kind of guy he is. I don't yeah. follow him. Yeah. I never have. But, yeah. you know, I mean, it, it says something just for him to do that. Yeah. I mean, so. Right. Um, but, Knowing that you're going to face persecution. Yeah, 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 yeah. Absolutely. Absolutely. And, um, you know. Uh, I read something the other day that said, you know, for all the hardship you have to go through here, the best is yet to come. Yeah. Mm. Amen. Well, you know, that's, and I think that, that kind of brings us back to where we started. Your kids are going to spend eternity somewhere. Yeah. I'm going to spend eternity somewhere. And in this world, in this world, we're going to face tribulation. I mean, mm-hmm. Jesus says that. What are we, um, again, what are we going to point our kids to is the foundation of their joy, the foundation of their peace, the foundation of their life. What are we going to point them to? And I can just tell you, and for all, you know, for all you parents out there who who listen to the podcast, um, let me just encourage you. I I know that you love watching your kids play ball and you love watching your kids be successful, but there's no greater feeling from a parent perspective than watching your kid be successful yes in their relationship mm. with jesus yeah and, and it doesn't mean again doesn't mean they're gonna be perfect and always get it right however man when they graduate high school and they head off to college or they head off into the workforce whatever it is they do man if my kids i i feel like if my kids have a firm foundation in their faith and in jesus christ and in the word of god and they fully trust him I feel like they're going to have a good life because their marriages will be good. Amen. They'll they'll raise good families. Uh, they'll they'll be you know good citizens in the community. They'll be people who are respected. And the reason is is because if you're following Jesus and you're following His word, you ultimately become a person who loves God and loves people. Yeah. And and man, I can just tell you if and if you're a positive, you'll be a positive person. You what does the Bible tell us to do? Encourage one another daily. Everybody loves being around somebody who's an encourager. Right. Yeah. That's so right. if if my I just feel like if my kids are doing that, then man, life life is gonna be a lot easier on them than than it would be otherwise. And I mean, guys, I know we fall in love. I say we fall in love. We fall in love with this celebrity status. Oh man, if my kid could be the next Tom Brady, or if my kid could be the next Lamar Jackson, yeah. or if my kid could be the next LeBron James, or if my kid I, I got to be honest with you, man. When I look around the entertainment world, sports or, or musicians, I don't want my kids living no. the lives that those people are no. living. And you know, I, I was thinking about it. It's funny you mentioned that because I was thinking about this the other day. Don't ask me why. Um, but I was thinking about, um, you know, celebrities, sports celebrities. You know, Michael Jordan. Uh, again, you mentioned Tom Brady. Uh, you, and you mentioned some others. I wouldn't – I mean, think about in their prime, they couldn't go sit down in a restaurant and eat. Mm-hmm. You're right. They couldn't go watch a movie. They couldn't go with their wife to the mall and shop. They couldn't – the simple things in life that we can go with our spouses or children and mm-hmm. do, they couldn't do right. because yeah. it was a mob. Yep. Mm-hmm. You know, would, would, I, <laughs> would I like to sometimes – have or make the money they did sure do i want it to come with that string attached no no, no. 
absolutely not. Mm. Um, and, uh, you know, it, it's, uh, it, it's just mind boggling at yeah. times. Well, sure and to is. bring it and to bring it full circle too, it's a hundred percent stand before God. Yes. Yeah. And yes. God is when you stand before God and if he, if, if he says to you, well done, good and faithful servant, he isn't going to say well done, good and faithful servant for hitting that home run that one time in, on that baseball field or for right. catching that game-winning touchdown at the state championship. No, he's going to say, well done, good and faithful servant, for leading your buddy on the team to Jesus. Yeah, that's Leading right. your buddy who was, who was going down a, 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 a dark road uh, to the one that, that can provide that peace and that, that security and that love. So that's what he's going to say good job for he's mm-hmm. jesus he's not he's not going to say while sports are great and, and and they're amazing like jesus at the end of the day when he's when we stand before him and he says well done good and faithful servant those aren't the things he's going to be saying well done for that's right that's right and like a friend of ours said if you ain't got jesus christ you ain't got nothing at all mm-hmm. that's it that's it well Good podcast today. Good question, Bill. Uh, and we, you know, our goal in all this is to number one, inform the community, but two, we want to help you. And, and so uh, we just feel like, you know, the best way that we know how to help people is to just remind them of what, what life is about, sure. what it's supposed to be about, what God created us for. Well, Bill, that's a, it's been a good week. Looking forward to some, hopefully, uh, good news on the front of the basketball tournament and the wrestling tournament. And then, of course, you know, there's other athletics to be played this week, and we'll, we'll tune in. We'll hope. Hope you guys will all tune in next week as we try to inform you and keep you up to date on how things went and what's coming up next. Yeah, but again, we, sh- we should. I'm sorry. No, you're we, good. We, you know, by the next podcast, we should have uh, kind of have an idea of what our basketball teams are going to face in the playoffs. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, soccer season will still be going. Baseball season, of course, will be cranked up. So, um, you know, you can find those schedules on Urban County Indians' Facebook page. Uh, you can follow it. Miss Sandy does a good job of, of putting that out there. Yeah. Um, and you can find the other schedules either on the middle school uh, or high school um, Facebook pages themselves or the Urban County School District Facebook page. Um, but uh, maybe by next week we will we should know about basketball and kind of where where everybody's going. I want to say that they're going to play – I'm trying to think who we played in football because we'll play that same region. Um, maybe – the region heard counties in maybe yeah sounds about right um but uh but anyway yeah just uh you know hope everybody has a has a great week all right well again clint welcome to um erwin county so excited to have you and we'll look forward to having you all tune in next week on another episode of inside the tribe podcast